0: Tom in denial.
1: You can't stay at the top forever.
0: I was also very surprised when I looked at the, my phone and saw Joe Girardi dismissed. Well, I I think mine were with common sense. I think now belongs in the all time greats top ten.
1: Boston, I really think only got to this point because of a guy named Chris Middleton being out for the Bucks.
0: That power play just was unbearable. It was incredibly
1: it was humming. Man, am I happy. I I knew that this was going to happen. I knew he was going to come back. When
0: I think of New York Yankees now it's judge, probably people in the past when Jeter was coming up.
1: I would be shocked. A little bit hurt. Hey,
0: this is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, texasfootball.com and Valley Sports Southwest. You are listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week. Austin, we just finished our um, first week of NFL season. By the way, I forgot to introduce, I'm Kevin. And I am joined by the Kirk Cousins truther, uh, Tom Brady
1: lover, Austin, let's ride. <sighs> what a week. Um, every team I had at the bottom of the standings, every team besides the Jacksonville Jaguars, won. Bears. One, Browns won, barely. Uh, what a game that was. That was one of the best games all week. Uh, another one of the worst teams that won. Or, I, I should say didn't lose. Texans didn't lose. Uh, who else? Who else? Seahawks won. Giants won. What? What's happening? Can you explain this to me, Kevin? How did the Bears, Giants, Seahawks, three of the worst teams in the NFC, they're one to know I don't know. Um, I want to talk to
0: you about that, too, because did the quarterback play look okay to you? Outside of Allen, Mahomes, Jackson. Like, top QBs, to me, they didn't look good. Like, Joe Burrow had a terrible game.
1: Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, uh, Dak. I know Dak got hurt, but Dak didn't have a good game. Uh, Brady looked off. There were some great throws. Brady didn't look off. Brady looked tentative. Brady looked like he didn't trust his own line His own lines hurt. He was getting the ball out quickly. He was running the ball a lot. That pick wasn't good, obviously. But he just didn't look like he was confident in his team. Other than his wide receivers, obviously, who he has no reason not to trust. But it just looked like he was worried about the situation. Uh, Rodgers threw his first pick in the NFC North in a very long time. However, that pick he threw was not his fault. And it was literally the end of the half. Packers were terrible all day. That's me saying that as a Packers fan. Uh Kirk Cousins though kind of showed up. He did look good from what I saw. I did I wasn't able to like watch it as
0: much because I was watching Chiefs game at the same mm. time. But I was like, okay, there were some good throws. So,
1: yeah, Christian Watson dropping that pass. That was I saw terrible. that play. That I was, was I was destroyed inside. I was so sad. I'm like that that. Looking back at it, he makes that catch, I think, we win that game because the confidence level for all of our wide receivers was gone after he dropped that. Uh, And, look, he's a rookie. He'll get better. I'm not worried. It is what it is. But uh, that hurts. Yeah. Um, Cowboys game was awful.
0: Dak looked awful. Wide receivers were awful. Um, Which kind of wants – I want to talk about this point – Main teams that traded their number one wide receivers, or teams that stick out in my mind, Cowboys, Packers, Chiefs. Um, Out of those three, I think the worst team that d- replaced their number one was the Cowboys because they um, did not start the guy they drafted in the third round, Jalen Tolbert. A wide receiver Yeah, that didn't like make that.
1: much sense to me. I, w- I, I, I didn't understand it. Look, do the Packers? I think the Packers have a better wide receiver core than they did last year, just because it's much more deep. We have so many more guys, and it hurts that the guy who I thought was going to be a wide receiver one, Alan Lazard, was out. So I think next week will be better. Now, was this this was a bad week? And last year we started off losing by a ton to the Saints, who barely won versus the Falcons. I thought the Falcons were going to win that game. That was another one of the worst teams in the league I had. But Young-Hoku was amazing, and if that kick doesn't get blocked, who knows? Maybe he makes it.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, with the Packers, like, Alan Lazard hurts. But you still have Randall Cobb, Watkins. Watson is a rookie. Um, But, like, with the Cowboys, like, I – they didn't – I don't understand why I traded Mario Cooper for only a fifth-round pick. With the Packers, it makes sense. You get, like, two firsts. I think they invested in other sides of the ball, which I think is a valid reason. It was just Cowboys did not do well. It was just terrible off season, and it showed in the week one game. And now Dax hurt, so there's not much you can do there. But with the Chiefs, I was surprised with MVS. During the game, he was making some plays that I never really saw him make with the Packers. To me, he was just inconsistent with the Packers.
1: Well, his issue with the Packers was that he wasn't the main guy, or not even close to the main guy, I should say. Because he was just the guy who go down the field and make a play sometimes. Like, he'd have 66 yards in the week, and all 66 of those yards would be in the one one play. He'd have a huge play. But you're right, he did look more versatile in the game. And I was definitely impressed. And the Cardinals did not look good. I don't know if you thought that they looked decent. I am worried for them in the future. Yeah, I, so it was weird. Like, I had the
0: games both on, and I would switch. The Chiefs just looked amazing offensively, defensively looked great. Um, But there were some weird things with the Cardinals. But I just thought it was the Chiefs being great. Um, I like what they did on defense. Um, Pressure seemed amazing. They have Carlos Dunlap. They have Chris Jones. I like that rookie, Carl um, Loftus. And I th- and they still have Frank Clark. So that front looked good to me. Linebackers, Nick Bolton. Um, Justin Reed uh, kicking was very interesting.
1: Yeah, I was. <laughs> that was very interesting. But, I mean, I think the team that I was most impressed with let me think. There's there's two possible options here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Seahawks. I think the Seahawks I was most impressed with. The reason why is all, of all the teams that lost against a really bad team, the best of those teams, in my opinion, is gonna be the Broncos. I had the Broncos going thirteen and four for a reason. And they lost to the Seahawks. What was your thoughts on that game last night?
0: Yeah, so I m- wasn't really paying attention to that game. I caught the end, though, and I caught the beginning. I was impressed with Chino Smith, even though there was one pass, it was at the beginning, when he's on the opposite side of the field and he chucks it across. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And, like, nothing bad happened. Um, but that throw for the touchdown, um, I thought it was good. And I'm surprised they held on to the lead. And with the Broncos, it just – they Russell Wilson didn't have the game I thought he would have.
1: I thought yeah, he would be at peak performance, but I think he's still learning. Yeah, which is to be expected. You're supposed to be learning at this point in the season with a new team. Uh, Tom Brady, even when he was with the Bucks, his first year, struggled at the very beginning. But uh, I think the biggest part is the fact that the Broncos fumbled four times. That's huge. How do you win a game when you fumble that many times? Same thing with the Bengals turning the ball over five times. You're not going to win many games where you just can't hold on to the ball. And the Broncos fumbled twice on the one-yard line. Twice on the one-yard line. Yeah, it
0: was not good. Um, I thought Geno Smith uh, had – a good quote. He's like, people wrote me off. I didn't write back. Oh yeah, that quote was amazing. And,
1: that quote made my night. Yeah.
0: And it looked like the offense was good. Like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf were being used correctly or proper like they were still getting the ball to them.
1: Yeah. But I I was very impressed with the Seahawks defense. They were resilient and they obviously knew that they could get it done. And that's what I love about teams that aren't that great. They can really empower themselves with confidence to make them much better than they actually are. This doesn't change my opinion on the Seahawks. The Seahawks are not that good. I don't think they're going to win many games this year. But they definitely have confidence. And that's something I can truly respect because – Everybody wrote them off, wrote Genio Smith off the years and years after Geno Smith left the Jets. Everyone wrote him off, but uh, he was right, he did not write back. And I, I'm i excited for him, he's getting another chance as a starter. Uh, everyone's like, they should have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, all this other stuff, but you can't start better than one to know. That's true. And uh,
0: I'm I heard this stat, I'm wondering what year. How many years has Geno Smith been in the NFL? Oh, man. Do you know this already? I I heard it, but I was like, there's no way. But it's true.
1: Eight years? Nope. Nine? Nope. Ten? Yes.
0: He was drafted... Um, I'm trying to remember, but they said 10. I was like, no way. Um, I'm trying to. He was drafted in 2013. And if I remember correctly, he lost a starting job because there was a fight and he broke his job because the guy
1: punched him. Yeah. Which led to
0: Fitzmagic.
1: Yes. And Fitzmagic was much better with the Jets than Gino. I think that's when they made the playoffs. Was it? 20. 15? Uh, they never made the playoffs. They got really close. Okay. Okay, so that must have been the year when Todd Balls was
0: the coach. Um, but, yeah, for a team that most impressed me, Sunday was probably Chiefs. But I'm probably going to go with the Bills. Um, defensively, they were incredible. Um, even though the Rams, I think, they were – it was not a good offense, and I was shocked with just how flat lay looked. Matthew Stafford did not have a good game, but the Bills got seven sacks. And um, Von Miller looked great, and um, Josh Allen, the offense was, it seemed to pick up where it left off, which was interesting to me because they lost Brian DeBall, who I think was a huge part on that offense and Josh Allen, but – uh it seems like Josh Allen has been able to make that transition from his first coordinator to this new coordinator.
1: Yeah. And the bills look like they're poised to have a great season. And I won't be surprised if they consistently dismantle teams. They, them having that great defense paired with the offense that they do. It's, it doesn't look fair right now. Um, I'm sure many teams will adjust and they're obviously not going to win every game, but I won't be surprised if we see them in a couple weeks and they're seven and no. Yeah, it was
0: five sacks, but um, that's what I'm looking at. So not seven, but still a heavy amount of pressures, heavy amount of pressure. And um, it, it was just amazing. And uh, I do agree with you. Bill's, going to be amazing. Um, There was another thing I was trying to think of. Man, I can't remember.
1: Um, Josh Allen running the ball. He was just aggressive. Yeah. I had a friend who was about to make a bet, and he didn't make it, obviously, but he wanted to bet on the uh, Josh Allen rushing yards, and he had no idea what he wanted to do. Like, it was 36-and-a-half and I was telling him, you gotta get over here. He eventually did not make the bad. He was too worried that Josh Allen wasn't going to get the rushing yards, but Josh Allen's the top five rushing quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Okay. No throwing? Oh, the, well, the thing is with Josh Allen that, at times, you can get just so far ahead that you're not going to have any passing yards. Well, yeah, I don't know about yards. Um, it's just like
0: yeah, I know with stats, I don't use them a lot. Because <laughs> I feel yards, like how many yards did Matthew Stafford have? Or um, Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow had like a lot, a lot of yards. Yeah, so it looks like he had 338 yards, two, t- two TDs, and four interceptions. To me, that miss In the context... If you don't if you read that out of the context of the game it looks like wow he had 338 yards but th- he was ter- like it was bad but they still had a chance to win the game and that game was crazy and it was a close game but I wouldn't call it a great game because this I think it should have been a blowout it's just the Steelers offense seemed to get in
1: their own way yeah And the T.J. Watt injury could be huge. If he's out for the year, you can almost write out any chance of them making the playoffs if there even was one before that. I won't be surprised if that's one of the biggest stories in the NFL because he won the defensive player of the year, and he's obviously a great player. But there were a lot of injuries week one. Yeah, um, speaking of Buck's
0: offensive line, Donovan Smith, hyperextended his elbow. So Yeah.
1: The x-rays came back negative, so they think he'll be able to play, but...
0: Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. And, um... All... Almost all the rookie, The only new coach that didn't win was Nathaniel Hackett. And, um... I didn't really watch... I wasn't paying attention, but, um... I know they opted for a 64-yard field goal
1: when they could have gone with it fourth and five. Well, they also, they wasted, like, 35 seconds on the clock. They There was basically a minute left and they had three timeouts and they didn't call a timeout to think about it at all. And then they got up to the lot They were, like, discussing that they... Uh, Russ was calling audibles and it got really close to a delayed game, and then they called a timeout with, like, 20 seconds left. So, they wasted basically 40, 35 seconds on the clock to make the same call that Peyton Manning was screaming, basically, at the television. He's like, I'd I take a timeout here. Uh, what's happening? Uh, uh, I'd I- I take a timeout here. Let's take a timeout. And he's like... It- Eli's freaking out too, and obviously they had Shannon Sharp, who was a Broncos legend, so it was interesting hearing the the discussions they were having while the Broncos were making terrible choices, and yeah, they could have gone for it, but with 20 seconds left, yeah, they, sh- they should have gone for it. it. It's a sad sight, but it's, it's one of those things that you'll learn from, and I don't expect a coach to a coach has got to learn as well as players. You're allowed to have a few mishaps as the year goes along as an early first-year coach. I won't be surprised if this isn't the first uh, that we see.
0: Yeah, and it's nothing – the only team I greatly worry about on their week one performance is the Dallas Cowboys. Packers, you'll be fine. Maybe it'll be a closer race in the division. Because um, the Vikings have one game on on you against you, um, so that next matchup will be even more important. Um, Broncos, I think, should be fine, and um, Rams, I'm not too worried. I am worried about the Niners. Cause yeah, Trey Lance, Trey Lance did not look good. Yeah. I, I wasn't watching the game because I was watching the Bengals and Steelers game. But um, it was good that the Bears got the win. And uh, I think it, the field was crazy. I saw the end with Justin Fields sliding.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, what a week. That was one of the craziest weeks of NFL I've seen in a very long time. Mainly because a lot of underdogs won. A lot of teams that we thought were going to be terrible this year, or at least I thought were going to be terrible this year, decided to win games. And it definitely hurts my predictions thus far. Yeah, there were um, the Eagles and Lions game was
0: close. Lions were going to come back. The Panthers and Browns game, I wish I could have watched that because I saw 11 seconds. I was like, oh, wow, the uh, Panthers came back. They're going to win. And then later on, I saw the score. I was like, wait, what? They
1: didn't win? Yeah. And it came down to a big field goal. Yep. A lot of games did that. Uh, Like I said, Young Hoku, his game-winning kick, 63 yards, was blocked. It doesn't get blocked, maybe. I don't know. He's a top – I would say he's the second-best kicker in the league besides Justin Tucker. Uh, I think the Jets will be better than this because mainly – I don't necessarily see them as bad as they lost. They don't have their starting quarterback. They still have rookie running back, rookie wide receivers. They have a really good corner and Sauce Gardner, who played amazing last week. But uh, I don't think they're going to be as bad as this week showed.
0: Yeah, and I I definitely had them higher than the Patriots. Um, I just think Zach Wilson and – To me, the uh, Ravens looked good, so it was just a tough matchup. Passing wise, I think they looked amazing. Which rookie wide with wideouts, someone that lost a wide receiver, and I think didn't um, give it enough attention was the Ravens, but they seemed to be doing fine against the Jets.
1: Yeah, Uh, Devin Duvernay played outstanding. I was really impressed by his play, Uh, and. There were a lot of no-name wide receivers, or not no-name, but just not notable wide receivers making huge plays during the week. Dante Pettis had a 51-yard TD for the Bears that really gave them life. They had no points in the first half. He makes that long catch. And that's all you need sometimes when you're an underdog is a glimmer of hope. And they obviously had that after the play and were inspired to win the game. Another team that I think, yeah, that's right. You you were talking about how that's another team that uh lost. You also you mentioned the uh, teams that traded their star wide receiver and lost. You didn't mention the Titans who lost AJ or traded AJ Brown and now are zero one after playing against the Giants. That
0: is a good catch, and um, the wide receivers like it was mostly yeah. Um, because we didn't talk about the teams that got a number one, but um, instead, uh, the teams that lost. Yeah, the Titans, I was shocked that the Giants won, because I thought the Titans would do well. You got Derek Henry, you got Robert Woods, um, and it just didn't work out, and uh, maybe that's just with the Giants. Um, Giants, Saquon seemed to be running the ball well, um, and I know they're, I didn't watch the game, but I know Daniel Jones was not having the best game, but maybe he'll get better.
1: Yeah, Daniel Jones fumbled for the thirty seventh time in his thirty eighth career game. So a lot of a lot of fumbling from a player who is supposed to be at least a versatile running QB. Um, yeah, Cowboys should be worried because the Commanders look good. I know they played against the Jaguars, but they were down, and then they came back, and while Wentz is not the greatest QB ever, he definitely did what was necessary. Terry McLaurin turned it on late to help them escape, and Antonio Gibson had a great game. Yeah, the Cowboys,
0: I didn't have them winning in the division. You had them winning in the division.
1: Hmm. But they're the only team in the division that's 0-1. Yeah, yeah. It's... And they I lost say a season. And, and look, I'm not really mad at myself because I didn't expect Dak to get hurt. I expected him to lose Week One because I, again, I had the Bucks, the Bucks winning the NFC. So, well, yeah. While I did have the Bucks winning that game, and even with that performance, I wouldn't be that worried about my prediction. But now with Dak hurt, uh, we don't know how long he's going to be out.
0: I yeah. They- Okay. Jerry Jones saying four weeks, and I'm like, it's a four- to eight-week injury. Let's let him relax. And it's – I I'm thinking they're going to end up with a very high pick, and it's not because, like, we're going to intentionally lose game. It's because of the stupidity of the front office because they literally took a team because there's no clear NFC favorite. You can give the Bucs, but the Bucs didn't look that good. But Their the Bucks have something really good. I don't know. It, it, it wasn't what I expected. I, had, But they can still win. But to me, there was no, like, dominant performance in the NFC. Like, you saw the Bills, dominant performance. Chiefs, dominant performance. The top teams in the NFC, they didn't have... The supposed,
1: supposed to be top. Because yeah. there was some... Uh, very good performances from teams that just weren't expected. Like, the Seahawks' defense was insane. Now, obviously, I don't consider the Seahawks even a remote contender, but if we're talking about dominating, their defense was dominating. They, again, forced two fumbles on the one-yard line. There was three and-goal situations. The Seahawks scored on none of them. They had two fumbles and a field goal. Broncos. Didn't score. You said Seahawks didn't score. The Seahawks stopped them from scoring. You're okay, yeah. There's three sure. third and goal situations, and the Seahawks stopped them from scoring all three times, and that's what kept them in the game. The Seahawks did not score a point in the second half. The Broncos only scored three. And all three of those third and goal situations I talked about before all happened in the second half. So they were up 17-13, and goal in the one or and goal in the one, and they didn't score, and then didn't score again, and they got to like the eight-yard line. Actually, they got a little bit closer, and they got moved back, and they uh, failed to uh, convert. And why I say that was probably the most impress- impressive performance. If we're talking the most impressive offense, I'd definitely say the Chiefs. But because of the situation the Seahawks were in previous the way their defense performed. After losing Bobby Wagner to the Rams, which is not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner's on the Rams. So the Seahawks Inge don't have Adams got, got injured. In, yeah. in, the first, in the second quarter, early second quarter. So the Seahawks are just have a chip on their shoulder. They want to prove that they are a worthy team. But maybe they're not looking to tank after all. And obviously, you know me, I hate tanking, so I'm not against it, but... We definitely didn't expect them to be 1-0. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and a good point
0: of the supposed contenders did not, like, a, okay, they're good. They, I think there are some chips in the armor for each team that you can name, um, like Packers, um, Bucks, Rams. There, You can name something where, like,
1: well, maybe this could come and bite them. Well, even uh, the... 49ers, which is another team I name, and you're like, oh, maybe they're not contenders. They made the NFC Championship game last year. Like, Again, that's another team that is supposed to be at least a playoff team. Made the NFC Championship. They thought they got better this past year, adding... Uh, I'm going to say adding because they didn't play him at all last year, Trey Lance. Uh, and Trey Lance had a terrible game. And they were, again, dominated. I know the rain was terrible. So I'm not going to say, like, it was really his fault entirely but they definitely did not perform as expected or as they really should have considering the team that they were playing against
0: yeah so my point in that is like but the cowboys they were so close last year to me like i would want them to push their chips in but instead they're like no we're gonna do this this and this and it it just was awful whatever what they did So now in the NFC, if a team gets on to a hot start, like let's say the Seahawks keep rolling. And I don't – I think, yeah, with tanking, they're not like Dolphins tanking where they're like, hey, I'll give you extra money. I think they're just seeing what they can do and they do have confidence in themselves. But if they're like 4-0 and they're like, hey, maybe we have a thing or a chance – or maybe the Seahawks aren't the best. But if the Eagles
1: keep rolling – Maybe they make a trade at midseason well, Even the Lions, yeah. I think, could get off to a good start. I know they lost week one, but their offense is legit. It's legit. Uh Amonra St. Brown is so good. Uh, they also have DJ Chark. They they're they're a really good team, and I, I definitely think there's a reason why I had them in the playoffs, even though they are the Lions. And I truly believe that they have a serious shot as long as they uh, can get their defense to work out. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. Uh, It was
0: like, I wish I could have watched a bunch of games, but I couldn't. Like, I wanted to watch the Carolina and Browns game, but I was too stuck watching the Bengals game. So it was a crazy week, and I do love that. Um, I finally found a way to have both games on, but I just get distracted watching one game. And then would be like, oh, wait, this is what's happening.
1: Yeah. And then the one –
0: yeah. So it was fun. I'm excited. Um, We'll end the episode with this. What is the game
1: you're most excited for next week? Wow. Um, Do you want a biased or unbiased answer? Or does it matter? No, it's just
0: like, whoa. Because if I'm going to say – I'm going to say that
1: the Packers versus the Bears. And here's the reason why. If the Packers lose that game, it's officially panic time. The Bears are 1-0. They at least have some confidence after beating a, the NFC runner-up last year. And if the Packers lose that game, the season is on uh, watch for terror. And, uh, I mean, they're big rivals. There's uh, a lot of bad blood between them. Storied... Uh, years of success for both sides, but if, if the Packers lose that game, it's officially panic time, like I said, and that's why I'm mostly excited for that game because, again, it's a 1-0 and Bears team that has a chip on their shoulder still, know that they need to do uh, more than they did last year to win any t- sort of games, but this would be a huge win for them and a huge loss for the Packers if it happens. So okay. that's my biased answer.
0: Well, you can give your unbiased, but like whatever game you are like, I have to sit and watch this game. Oh, then yeah, the Packers game. Okay. Uh, mine is, you do make some good points and like, i if there's football on, I'm going to watch it. But the one thing I'm definitely clearing my schedule for is the Thursday night game. Uh, two reasons, Herbert and Mahomes and like, just like the teams, because you have the Chargers winning the division, Right. I do. Okay. I I think they're going to be amazing. I think, um, even though with Keenan Allen, I think they're going to be very good. And then Chiefs, like I said, I want to see how they keep doing, especially defensively with a new look defense. Um, And on the other side, the broadcasting side, because it's on Amazon Prime, which the announcers are Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit, who was mostly in college football um, as an analyst. Or color analyst, so I'm just curious what the vibe is. What, how does Amazon Amazon do with this in this football? So you're um, thinking of it more
1: what you're thinking it more of like everything combined, the ability to watch it, the the different experience you're gonna get from this game is that another reason. That's because another of, reason, yeah, but yeah. I
0: also want to see the Chargers and Chiefs because they were close last year.
1: Yeah, there was, right. there was, yeah, there was that huge overtime game that the Chiefs squeaked out. There was also, I think, the Chargers beat them in one game. Yes,
0: I think so. So I just want—I was just adding in that other stuff. Like that's just um, icing, but this is a very nice cake of Chargers versus Chiefs, and it's a Thursday night football game. So I am clearing my schedule. Everything is going to be done. I'm watching that game, and I hope it lives up to the, my hype for it
1: yeah it should be one of the better games again my, mine is more a little bit biased but it's also because like it's a it's just a huge game for a team that we anticipated being a big player in the nfc yeah
0: and then i can add a different one which is now the vikings and eagles game on monday night that i like during the season i be like eh, or before the season started is that am i gonna watch that now i really want to watch that game
1: that's true. That should also be a great game, and if the Bears and Vikings win, there may be a new uh, a new
0: NFC North to be looking at. Yes, um, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good way to end it off.
1: And uh, how about you close it out? Yeah, thank you for watching. We've had a lot more views recently, and we thank you guys for that. All the love. Uh, but yeah, catch our next video.